Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to another edition of Movement Radio. I'm your host, Chip Hazard. I bet you've been drinking that wine, too, haven't you? Smoking them tweeds and everything with your pants hanging all halfway off your ass. What the hell's wrong with you kids today? Huh? Weed. Ah! My name is Talon Williams. Shout out to John Witherspoon. Passed away at the age of 77. Rest in peace, my friend. Hope to see you on the other side. But today is about week nine NFL pickums. But before we do that, we're going to review week eight. I actually had a winning freaking week. I went 12 and 13. So, yes, thank you, Jesus. You went 12 and 13. 12 if you and went 12 and 13, then. 12 and 3. 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 By God, I'm trying here. <laughs> ah, I'm already in a Man. already in a mood. Yeah. yeah cause the, 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 and we'll talk about that in a second. But start off with the Thursday nighter. Minnesota and uh, Washington. That I mean, was, was there any question? There was no question. Minnesota dog walked them. Uh, Seattle beat Atlanta. We kind of seen that happening. Yep. I was expecting Buffalo to beat Philly based on what Philly had tried to do with Dallas. And You know, I was actually expecting that Seattle-Atlanta uh, game to be a little more one-sided than it was. Yeah, I had a 27-7, uh, 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 but it ended up being 27-20, so hey, I got the winning yeah. score right. But yeah, I thought Buffalo would beat Philly. That didn't happen. Uh-uh. I thought Chicago would end up beating uh, the Chargers, and it could have happened if it hadn't been for that damn kick. What is it with Chicago and their kickers being just horrible? I don't just know. Just horrible. They, they botched a kick in the postseason against Philadelphia last year. I don't know. It's just effed up. Terrible. Terrible. Horrible. All right. All right. Uh, and then we had Detroit beating the Giants. Yep. That happened. Uh, in a shocker for you, I actually had foresight on this. I had Tennessee upsetting Tampa Bay, and they pulled out the upset 27-23. Yeah, and I, I had Tampa Bay winning that one, and they let me down. Yeah. Fuck you, Jameis Winston. <laughs> <clears throat> and then we had L.A. beating Cincinnati, of course. Yep. New Orleans beating Arizona, Easy. of course. Uh, Jacksonville beating the Jets. Easy. Uh, Houston barely beating Oakland. I I mean, I knew it was going to be a close game. I wasn't expecting it to be, like, down to the wire the way that it was. Well, that and... <clears throat> and the, uh, Give a quick shout out to uh, JJ Watt, uh, man. Uh, I know you're probably not listening. We're just some low budget, hole in the wall podcast. But man, uh, man, I really do feel for you. Uh, Taurus pectoral muscle, yeah, gonna be out for four months. So his season is done. He's not gonna get to see uh, see his boys through right to the end. Uh, probably be on um, injured reserve. No, I mean he's already on injury reserve. He'll probably be on the sidelines. Oh yeah, he'll, uh, yeah. some and everything. So yeah, he'll it'll be, be he'll... interesting to see who they get to fill his spot. I'm gonna probably say Charles Amenahue. Mm-hmm. Uh He's the rookie out of Texas, but I, I don't know. Uh, I haven't seen any anything saying who's gonna fill that that void. I think. I mean, either, I mean, it is a big, big hole to fill, especially in that defense. Oh, yeah. Um, and then we went on to another game that I thought was going to be close. I thought was going to actually have a different outcome. I had Carolina beating San Francisco, and San Francisco blew them out of the damn water 51-13. Like, what the hell? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I was expecting I was expecting at least Carolina to put up a fight. It wasn't even a fight. It was just a get down. You know, that's all that was. <clears throat> Um, yeah. And then we had Indy beating Denver, which was closer than I thought it was going to be. We had yeah. New England beating Cleveland, blah, blah, blah. We knew what was going to happen. Uh, and then Green Bay ended up beating Kansas City, which I still firmly believe that even if Pat Mahomes had played, I would have still had Green Bay winning against Kansas City. Okay. And um, even though Matt Moore almost beat Green Bay. Even though Matt Moore th- almost I beat think, Green Bay. Yeah, I it was think a, with Pat Mahomes, they may have been able to. But they don't have Pat Mahomes, so I can honestly say, like, I mean, I think I think Matt Moore's playing his best football. Yeah, because he got, I guess, because he got away from the, you know the the woes of South Beach. Oh, and speaking of woes of South Beach, Miami lost again to Pittsburgh. Uh, I mean, they were how how do you score fourteen points in the first quarter? The first fucking quarter, and you got it going, and you're thinking, you're thinking to yourself, oh man, this is gonna be our, we're gonna get our first victory. And then you shit the bed. You rush. Who the fuck's who the fuck rushes eight on a third and eight? You got three people in the back. He just do a simple little fucking out pattern to a damn wide out, and just he just went straight down the field to the eight yard line. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop. 
I know we're tanking for Tua. I get it. But it's some bullshit. We had that game in hand. We can at least win one game. Can we win one? I don't give a shit what it is. Just one game. We'll get the number one overall pick. I don't give a shit. I just want to win one game. Go ahead. Just go ahead. Are you okay now? I'm, 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 go ahead. Are you, are you, why, why, do you, uh, why do I get myself worked up? I don't why know. Why do you get yourself worked up? I don't know. Because I want it. Because I wanted to. Because I wanted to work out. I want it, I want somebody to actually but have some confidence. Already know. You knew going into the season, season that was what Miami was going to do. Yeah, but I didn't expect them to be hor- this horrible. You know, I expected them to play bad. Yes, I expected okay, them to. You, you know, expected them to play bad. We knew they were tanking. Why do you think everybody fucking is leaving <laughs> South Beach? Yes, Kenyon Drake got shipped off to Arizona. We got a pick from him and. Well, uh, I mean, Xavier Howard stuck now, but yeah, Xavier Howard trade, stuck. Trade now, deadlines so. over. Uh, yeah, just don't so. give up on us, bro. I'm telling you, don't give up on us. I mean, I don't give us him. one more year. Just no, give us he, one more he, year. He'll be there next year. Uh, I hope he is. All right. All right. On that note, you went 12 and three. Yes. I went 12 and three. Yes. Uh, we, you know, rounded out really well. Yes. What did we learn from week what eight? What did you learn from week eight? Normally you ask this question, but I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask this question because you about to blow a fucking <sighs> bolt. I'm all right. I, I, think, I see the goddamn bolt coming out of your neck yes, like Frankenstein. Yes. Calm I, down. I think the teams who we know are gonna be one, two, three in the postseason. They're already established, I think, for both the AFC and the NFC. Okay. And there's going to be a there's going to be an arms race between them last three spots to get into the playoffs in both uh, both conferences. Um, the again, it, it it's kind of been a continuous you know thing throughout the whole entire year is that there are so many teams out there who are in the middle of the pack, and there's very few of them that have broken away from. You know, like we would, we, you would think that some teams would be better than what their record t- says that they are. Right. You know, uh, like I, I'm just gonna say, I mean, it's it's a winning record, but like Houston, who comes into Week Nine at five and two, I I would have expected, uh, I mean five and three, uh, I would have expected better at this point. Uh, Tennessee, I would have expected better. They're sitting at uh, four and four coming into Week Nine. Well, yeah. I'll throw one out there to you, and this—I mean, this isn't me or you, but it, it, I mean, it might be you. Um, it's, but it was a, a big to do with a lot of the analysts. A lot of people didn't expect Cleveland to be two and five right now. They expected this team to be at least reverse that, maybe six and one, because of all the hype that was put around this team. Right. Philadelphia sitting at uh, four and four right now. Dude, I, f- I figured they'd be undefeated. Like that was my—they they were my pick to go to the Super Bowl. Atlanta sitting at at one in seven right now. Like it, 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 just some shit that I didn't see happening is happening. Right. Um, but no one's expecting no one expected San Francisco to be undefeated right now. No, Neither. no, that's the thing. Um. So that was our week eight uh, review. Uh, we're gonna take a quick commercial break and let our new friends over at the Release the Clowns podcast tell you a little bit about themselves. In a world of wonder. See? That's my feet! And horror. The military advised that the flesh-eating pigeons can only be stopped by destroying the brainstem and that they do not poop. That makes no sense. Why did they do that? One podcast fights the forces of evil. The new and improved diabolical disintegrating death ray. <laughs> Triumphs over adversity. Now I'm not sure how to pronounce this word. <laughs> and brings hope. Live your life. Joy. <laughs> and silliness. Perfectly normal. That podcast is 
release the clown coming to ears near your head now release the clown sketch comedy podcast on podbean itunes youtube spotify and all reputable platforms oh this is most pleasing yes quite marvelous And welcome back. Listen to them hilarious motherfuckers over there at Release the Clowns. Yeah. I, uh, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's a, that, that's that's going to be an interesting thing to listen to on the way home. When, yeah. When you, you listen to it and then you remember, oh, wait, I got my wife and my kid in my car. What the hell is going on? <laughs> right? Daddy, what does this mean? Don't worry about it. Sit back there and drink your Kool-Aid. Anyway. Drink your Kool-Aid. <laughs> it might taste funny. Yeah, it might taste funny. That's you funny. might not wake up tomorrow, but. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't say don't, 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 No, no, no. Don't, don't, don't put that karma out there. All right. So. Yeah. No. You know, Jim, we, Jim Jones. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. Yes, I get it. I get okay. it. I'm good. I'm good. All right. Um. So before we get into the week nine predictions, just a couple of quick notes here about week nine week nine power rankings uh i mean it's it's really about the same you got new england sitting at one san fran at two the saints at three packers at four ravens at five seahawks at six vikings seven colts eight chiefs nine cowboys ten right uh just on the outskirts texans rams bills panthers eagles and of course uh, you got Miami at 32, Cincinnati at 31, Washington at 30, Atlanta at 29. You right, know. so, those, so the, the teams that are vying for them top five picks in the draft. Yeah, the, the bottom of the mill has been the same basically the whole the season. season. Yeah. And it's the top 10 that keeps fluctuating back and forth. So... Uh, just a couple of notable team stats. Uh, the New England Patriots are number one in points allowed per game. They're only allowing 7.6 points per game. That's probably the best defense Bill Belichick has had in a long time. They also time. have the biggest turnover differential with plus 17. Nice. Um, so, to, I say that to tell you that the Patriots defense this season is on a historic pace. Right. Uh, excluding three touchdowns that the Patriots have allowed while on offense and special teams. Their defense is only allowing 5.4 points per game. Their defense is only allowing 5.4 points per game. What the fuck? So are they already comparing this, this New England team to like the 85 Bears or the 2000 Ravens or the two, or the 20 or the 2002 Tampa Bay Bucks. Okay. And those so, historic defenses of, of yesteryear. According to ESPN.com's Bill Barnwell, there has never previously been a team to allow fewer than six points per game over the first eight games since the AFL-NFL merger in 1970. Nice. No team. So... That's interesting. Yep. Uh, so, obviously, there's a reason that the Patriots are 8-0 and are the clear early favorites to win the Super Bowl. Right. But, you know, it'll end up being Tom Brady getting all the credit for it. Of course. You know, because, you know, but a lot, a, lot, a lot of people want to throw that caveat out there. Listen, listen, I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there, and I'm not the biggest Tom Brady fan. Everybody knows this. And I'm not saying that he's not a great quarterback. I think he's a great quarterback. Is he one of the greatest of all time? Possibly so. But let's be honest. Three of those Super Bowls, he could thank Adam Vinatieri. Okay? One of those Super Bowls, he could thank Sony Michelle. Okay? Uh, and, and this, okay, now I will give credit where credit is due. The Super Bowl where they beat it, where, where the Patriots beat Atlanta, that was like his biggest game ever. Well, Okay, yeah. well, let me throw this fact out there. Okay. The fact that the Patriots are leading the NFL, they're, they're scoring an NFL best 31.3 points per game mm. on top of only allowing 7.6. Do you think that this team has a, has a chance to go 16-0? They, I think they do. Uh, but, do you, if the, but will they win? Because remember, the last time a team was this good, 
they ended up running into Eli Manning in the Super Bowl, and it didn't work out in the end. You're right. You know. You're right. Uh, San Francisco 49ers are number one in yards allowed per game, with mm-hmm. only 224.4 yards per game. Right. And passing yards per game, with only 128.7. Right. All right. So the the Patriots were expected to be that good. Right. The 49ers have been a surprise. Yeah. Right. They've been. They've probably been the surprise of the year. Right. Uh, 49ers are the only under other undefeated team in the NFL. They've won their first seven games for the first time since 1990. Mm. Uh, 49ers lost seven of their first eight games last year. The 49ers lost uh, seven of their first eight games and went on to finish four and twelve. Yep. Okay, so they've already won more games this season than they did last season total. Right. Right? Uh, They're doing it on the strength of their defense, which has been uh, the clear top unit in the NFC so far. The 49ers may only own two wins over teams with winning records, that being the Rams and the Panthers, both of whom have three losses. But their victory over the Panthers just this past Sunday was an impressive 51-51 to 13. Right. So, uh, San Francisco's schedule only gets tougher in the second half. Uh, it's got games against Green Bay, New Orleans, and Baltimore, as well as two FC, two NFC, I'm sorry, I'm trying to talk so fast. Right. Uh, two NFC West rivals in Seattle. Uh, or they play Seattle twice right. in the second half. Right. Um, and also they're going to Seattle to play one of those games. And right. I think that's going to be a tough, that's going to be a tough outing for them in and of itself, because like we talked about on a previous episode, CenturyLink Field is a very, very difficult place to play because of the acoustics of the 12th man arena. Exactly. Um, and if there is, if there are other teams that are, you know, capable of beating San Francisco, obviously you go with the, the norms, the green bays, the new Orleans, in, even in the Seattle, you know, in that right. case. Um, so, yeah, you know, but it, their defense will be tested, you know, with, uh, against it, against the likes of a Drew Brees and an Aaron Rodgers. I, I think their defense will be tested, I mean, starting not this week. Right. But next week. Uh, one more tidbit of information before we get into the predictions. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, they're number one in total yards per game. Okay. With 437.9 yards per game. Now, is it total? That's rushing and passing. Correct. Okay. Um, so, the Cowboys season so far may not seem all that impressive considering they're sitting at 4-3 and three right now. Right. Uh, they only have a half game lead in the lackluster NFC East, but there's reasons to believe Dallas' second half will be better. Right. Through seven games, the Cowboys are racking up yards with a balanced attack. They rank third in the NFL in passing offense with 291.9 yards per game and fourth in rushing with 146 yards per game. Uh, Dallas has also scored at least 31 points in each of its four wins. Right. The Cowboys' recipe, recipe for success is pretty clear. They've lost all three games in which they haven't reached the 30-point mark. Mm-hmm. If they can translate all those yards into points, then they're going to be dangerous. However, the NFC East is a weak division. Mm-hmm. So as long as the Cowboys can outplay the Eagles, they'll be in the playoffs. Uh, and if this offense can build momentum and keep rolling, perhaps they can topple some of the NFC powerhouses, such as the 49ers, the Saints, or the Packers and could possibly make a deep run into January. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, they already proved they can beat Philadelphia. They've already done it once. Um, beating Green Bay and New Orleans, and at, at this point we have to say San Francisco as well now, uh, that would be a tall task. And, and yes, you would have, you know, you would have a great uh, offense, you know, to go against. You would have a... Aaron Rodgers-led Packers team and a Drew Brees-led uh, Saints team. Yes. Um, but I think people don't, and, and I'm not a big fan of the Dallas Cowboys, but I will say that their defense is very underrated, and I think their defense has helped them stay in them close games where they have won. And, you know, and again, Philadelphia isn't the Philadelphia that we thought they were going to be, but they did hold, you know, hold Philadelphia to, you know, to under, you know, under 
13. So correct. You know. But that but again, that's something that's gonna be uh seen definitely within these next coming weeks. How are these teams, especially the top three, how are they gonna do when it comes to uh let's say what, what are you doing over there? <laughs> Sorry about that. You my age, my ADHD distracted me just then. <clears throat> but anyway, um but we're gonna go ahead and jump into week nine pickums for the 2019 season. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're gonna start with Thursday night, Halloween night, and uh, it's the undefeated San Francisco 49ers going to Arizona to go one on one against the Cardinals. Um, this game, like I said, like we talked about earlier previously, San Francisco again, man, they're on a roll, and their defense is nothing to sneeze at. Arizona's offense hasn't been what it was supposed to be uh, with Kyler Murray at the helm, and you would figure. With a good young quarterback and a good young coach, they would have at least. I'm, I'm still not convinced that it's Kyler Murray's fault. You think it's coaching more I than do it is? think it's coaching. Um, it's just we've seen it time and time again that the college style offenses don't work in the pros. Right. Well, it, I mean, Arizona did have that that uh that big running game a couple of week uh yeah it was last uh, was it last no, it wasn't last week it was the week before week seven uh when they went against uh the New York Giants and they had three rushing touchdowns uh in the win granted it was against the New York Giants and isn't really playing that good of defense right now as far as their front seven goes. Right. Um, um well and with the addition of Kenyon Drake maybe maybe they'll you'll see a little more rushing attack from Arizona. Maybe. I still don't think it's going to be enough to topple San Francisco. I got San Francisco winning this. I got San Francisco winning. I got it 31 to 20 San Francisco. All right. Um, Then uh, we're going to move over into Sunday. We've got the 9.30 a.m. London game. Yay. Houston versus Jacksonville. Um, It's considered a home game for Jacksonville. Um, I think even with the... uh, Injury to JJ Watt. Uh, I think Houston wins this game. Uh, I was this one was one that I was kind of debating on because even though like Mitchu Mania is still running wild, um, I don't really think that Tex- the Texans are on a roll right now, man. They're really trying their best to get up there and uh, prove to everybody that they can win this division and that they own the AFC South. Um, Jacksonville again. Big losses to their defense with uh, Ramsey going to St. St. Louis to L.A. I keep on wanting to call them the St. Louis Rams because they were the St. Louis Rams for years. Yeah, Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go with Houston on this one. I think it's gonna be kind of close. I'm gonna go 21-17 Houston in London. And then our next game, we have Washington going to Buffalo, and uh, I think their defense is legit. Buffalo's is. And uh, I don't see Washington really doing anything of any significance to them. Um, if, if they do score, it'll be late where they've already blown them out. I don't think. I mean, at the most, I think they'll get maybe a field goal. Right. So, I got Buffalo winning this thing 17-3. Uh, I've got Buffalo winning this. I don't think it's going to be 17-3. I think Washington will score more than just a field goal. Yeah. But <clears throat> we shall see. Yep. And then the next one is Minnesota at Kansas City. And I'm gonna surprise everybody, and I don't. I, I, it might be wrong of me, but I'm gonna try anyway. I got Minnesota in the upset against Kansas City. I think that their offense. I think that Minnesota's offense is way better than Kansas City's defense because Kansas City's defense can't really, uh, you know. They, they, let's be honest, man. I mean, they they gave up 31 to Green Bay, and not to say that Green Bay's offense is worse or whatever, but you know, I think that. Minnesota's offense has gotten better. Their defenses came together a whole lot better, and I think their defense can stop a Pat Mahomes-less offense. So I think that I'm going to give it to Minnesota to win this one. Uh, Yeah, I've got Minnesota winning this one as well. Um, I say it stays close, though. I I, I say it stays close. Like I said, Matt Moore is – He's. I think he's playing his best football. Right. However, he just doesn't have the chemistry with Sammy Watkins, Sammy Tyreek, Watkins Hill. Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, like Pat Mahomes does. Well, he doesn't have the ability to escape the pocket like Pat Mahomes does. Right. Or did. Pat, uh, Pat Mahomes may not have that ability anymore. Right. Uh, you know, after dislocating his kneecap 
and having the high uh, high ankle sprain. Was it a high ankle sprain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I think it's going to be uh, interesting dynamic. Uh, I got it close, 27-23 Minnesota. I think it's going to be close. The next one, the next game is the New York Jets going to South Beach to go against the Miami Dolphins. Both of these teams are horrible. Uh, Miami is obviously a little bit more horrible. But the New York Jets have something Miami doesn't have. That's a quarterback. They got Broadway Sam. And Miami is still stuck with Fitzmagic, and the magic is no longer there anymore. Uh, defense is horrible, giving up, you know, got the most points allowed in the in in the uh, in the NFL right now. Um, I'm not going to be a prisoner of the moment. I'm just going to be realistic as I possibly can. I got the New York Jets winning this game. I got it 24-10 New York. Chip? Uh, so I'm going to surprise you here, and I'm, I, I'm actually going to – I'm predicting Miami picks up their first win. Okay. Uh, Le'Veon Bell has been playing terribly. Sam Darnold has been playing terribly. I mean, he had one good game, like like we said, uh, what was it, last week. Right. And he needs to get mono again and learn how to play football again. <laughs> right. It's it's not working for him. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is it's not working. There was even rumors of... Le'Veon wanting to be traded. Yeah, well, I've seen uh, that. Of, yeah, them... Whether it was Le'Veon wanting out or them wanting to get rid of Le'Veon, uh, up until the trade deadline, there was rumors that Le'Veon was on his way out of New York. Yeah. So. Interesting I, dynamic there. I am going to say that Miami picks up its first win and they beat the Jets. Well, for, for, for my sanity, I hope that I am wrong about this one. Uh, next game is Chicago going to Philadelphia to play the Eagles. Uh, you know what? I was expecting Chicago's defense to be great. Unfortunately, their offense is horrible. Um, right. Uh, I did have this game down to the wire. I think it's going to be, I think Philadelphia does have the firepower to score on Chicago, provided they stay healthy. Um, but in this day and age, man, and with it, with everything going on, man, and every, every, you don't know who's going to win week to week. I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to say Philadelphia upset Chicago. I'm going to go 28 to 24 Philadelphia. I I also have Philadelphia winning uh, because just like you said, as good as that Chicago defense is, Mitch Trubisky is trash. Shit. And just think about it. What year was Deshaun Watson drafted to the to Houston Texans? Do you remember the year he was drafted? Uh, it was three years ago. So it was. It was the same year that Pat Mahomes was drafted. Yeah. So so think about this: the Chicago Bears could have had either Pat Mahomes or Deshaun Watson, and they ended up with their number one overall pick picking who? Mitchell Trubisky. Who? Some no-name quarterback out of North Carolina that no one had their eye on. Okay. Uh, that being said, yeah, I got Philly winning this game. Um, and then the next one is Indianapolis going to Pittsburgh to play the Steelers. Um, Indianapolis has been doing very well despite, again, I'm, I'm Andrew you, Luck not being there. I think they found their new franchise quarterback. You I think, think so? I, I think Jacoby Brissett is going to be the, the franchise quarterback of Indianapolis. Right. Um I've got Indy winning this game. I do have them winning this game as I, well. I, I just don't think the, uh, the three-headed quarterback system that's going on in Pittsburgh right now is is not working. No, it's Mason not. Rudolph, Devlin Hodges, I think is Hodges, the, yeah. the guy's name. And, and Paxton, Paxton Lynch. Lynch. Yeah. I, now, I will say that Mason Rudolph did look pretty good on Monday Night Football against Miami. But, but it's, it's my it's Miami. It's Miami. Yeah. And and you would expect that a team that has a Juju Smith Schuster on their team. Right. I mean, he he does remind me a lot of a young DeAndre a DeAndre Hopkins. Right. Uh, Which Hop ain't even really that old, though, is he? Is no, 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 no. But yeah, I mean, Juju's young. He's still he's even younger. Right. Uh, DeAndre's in his sixth season. Yes. Uh. Juju's in, in his like third right now, right? And Juju's in the second or third. Second or yeah. third, yeah. But so, either which way, I I see Indianapolis winning this game. Um, I just don't think 
Pittsburgh has what it takes. Yeah, Pitt- Pittsburgh has. I think losing Ben Roethlisberger really fucked them. Yes. And, you know, I think they, they could pro- possibly be, have been a Super Bowl contender had Ben Roethlisberger stayed healthy. Um, but I got it 16-9 to nine Indianapolis. Okay. Our next game is Tennessee going to Carolina to play the Panthers. Um, you know what? The Carolina Panthers got their ass handed to them last week. I'm pretty sure they don't want to go through the same thing again. Um, and I love the way that Tennessee has been playing. They've been, you know, ever since they switched over to, to uh, O'Tannehill, things I, have been on the uptick. Like I, like I said, uh, was it last week, week before? I, I can't remember. I think Ryan Tannehill has found the system that works for him. Right. He was not a terrible quarterback in Miami. He wasn't. Um, but you got to understand, we went from Ryan Tannehill to Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler has Jay Cutler still won you more games than you've won with Josh Rosen or Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yes, yeah, true. So as much as you sit here and can and, he, he, and will say fuck, fuck Jay Cutler, he's a pompous ass. I don't like him. Right. Anyway, but what about fuck Ryan Fitzpatrick for stealing money from your team? That's true. Yes. You know. Yes. So uh, well, I will admit that. Yeah. Um. But anyway, back to what we're talking about here. The Carolina Panthers. Um. With Christian McCaffrey still being there, you know, their defense, their defense is for some reason not holding up their end of the deal. You know, I feel like it's kind of like that one player on that team who does everything right and he still gets nothing in return. You know what I'm saying? Um, But I'm going to stick my foot out on limb here on this one. I'm going to say Carolina beats Tennessee 24-13. I've also, as well as Tennessee has been playing, with Tannehill at the quarterback position, right? There's still questions. Yes. Um. I originally had Tennessee winning this, right? And when I made my first predictions earlier in the week, and then I, I went back and I talked myself out of it, right? I think there's too many questions in Tennessee right now, and I think. Um, Carolina yeah they did just have their ass handed to them by San Francisco but you know what it's a revenge game it's San Francisco no it's San Francisco Francisco, right go back to to week one and look at what San Francisco's done from week one to to, now to now and I I understand why San Francisco mollywobbed Carolina with that being said I have Carolina winning this game. I do too. And now we're going to the Lions of Detroit are going to the Raiders of Oakland in the afternoon games. Uh, it's going to be. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I'm gonna say Oakland wins it. I'm gonna say Oakland surprises everybody. Now Detroit, they're still on the you know this. They, I mean they're three three and one, so they're not, they ain't been a bad team. And Oakland's three and four, so they ain't been a bad team either. I mean they're not. I mean, the best kind of that middle of the road again yeah middle of the road teams you, know. you really don't know if they're good or not until they play somebody of equal caliber or better um i would say that oakland probably has a better chance than detroit does um i think that oakland has a better quarterback than detroit does i think i, I, think I still so. think Derek carr's a better quarterback than matthew stafford even though matthew stafford you know is still uh robbing detroit of all their money um and plus, I think that Oakland's defense is better than Detroit, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 23-14 Oakland. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, stayed up way too late last night watching Game Six of the World Series. I'm <laughs> dog ass tired. I'm gonna do it again tonight, watching right. Game Seven. Uh, hopefully, my Astros pull it out. But we're not talking baseball. We're gonna talk uh, Oakland, Detroit. I didn't think that Oakland would be sitting at three and four right now. I. You thought, thought their record would be worse than what it I is. I thought their record. I thought they would be sitting at 0, 0 and uh, oh and seven. Oh and seven. One and six. Yeah, something like, something like that. Uh, with that being said, I, I think Oakland has proven to be a better team than Detroit, and I have Oakland winning. And we're gonna move on to Tampa Bay traveling to Seattle. Fuck, I I don't I don't even want to waste too much breath. Seattle wins. This. Yeah, Seattle wins this, man. You're in Seattle. Tampa Bay's defense hasn't gotten hasn't been hot. 
Um, I do got it close, though. I do got it close. I got it 21-18. I do think it's going to come down to, to a uh, either a last-second field goal or an out-of-nowhere out play, but I do got Seattle winning this game, 21-18. All right. Then we've got Cleveland traveling to Denver. As terrible as both of these teams are, I just think that Cleveland is the better of the trash teams. I think Cleveland needs it more. Than, than Denver does. I think Denver's in a in a state of flux where they're like, you know what? I know we have an aging uh, Joe Flacco. I know that we have a lot of we have we still have a defense that's young, but you still have Von Miller on that defense, so you should you should be able to do to, you know to at least you know hold teams you know, but you haven't been. Um, Cleveland again, biggest disappointment in the NFL so far. Um, I will say this. I think that they need this one more than Denver needs it. Denver is kind of like, eh, you know, we're we're in a rebuilding phase. We don't have our franchise quarterback yet. We're still kind of learning each other, blah, 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 blah. Right. Cleveland has all the hyperbole, bro. Cleveland they need has their franchise quarterback. They have two studs at running back. They're, two studs at wide receiver. Yeah, two studs at wide receiver. Uh, I mean, they don't even have a terrible defense. They, they, they don't. They just – it – there's something that's not clicking, and in my opinion, the thing that's not clicking is Freddie Kitchens. Mm-hmm. Freddie Kitchens has never been a coach mm-hmm. until this year, okay? And I get it. You've got to take and and give people a chance, but bro, we're midway through the season. I think his chance is over. <laughs> You think you think they'll let him go? Uh, they need a better they need a better coach. They I, they have all the talent, all the talent. Right. They should be at minimum five and two right now. Right. I agree. No, I completely agree. I mean, the problem they, is that they, and this just might be me speaking. I think a lot of it is ego driven. I think a lot of it is. How can it not be ego driven? Th- that's what I'm saying. Look, look, look at, at their personalities. Mayfield. Look at, look at all the personalities Mayfield. on that team. When he was when he was in college, he was brash. In when he when he elected to go into the draft, he was brash. Right. I mean, and he always goes to the podium after a loss and blames the refs. Right. At, at some point, or, or teammate. At, at some point. You gotta quit blaming other people. Right. You gotta make better decisions. Um, one thing I can say about Deshaun Watson in Houston: when we lose, he says, "You know what? I didn't play well. I could have done this better. I could have done that better. Um, you know, my team was there. I couldn't get the ball to hop when I needed to. Uh, JJ made the, these big plays. He takes ownership." Or a loss, whether it was his fault or not. Right, but see, and that's see, a lot of times, if it is if it is your fault, you take responsibility for it. But again, you the, you're the quarterback of the team. You're the franchise player. You are the team that this city, this team, this community, you you're the one they rally around. So you need to be, you need to have the leadership quality. The city of, of a, you know, of a Drew Brees, yes. of a Ben Roethlisberger, of a. Uh, Deshaun Watson, you need that, you know. The reason why so many people, and again, this this goes back to why I say fuck Jay Cutler. It wasn't because of his skill that people don't like Jay Cutler. It's because of his leadership quality. He doesn't have any, right? Because he's the type that if if, that if they lose a game, oh well, it's no big deal, not my problem. No, it is your problem. You're the franchise quarterback. You're supposed to take that seriously. And when you when you when you are the franchise quarterback and you don't take it seriously, you're letting all these other players know. Well, hell, if he doesn't take it seriously, why the fuck should I take it seriously? Exactly. And that's where the problem lies. So Baker Mayfield, take the shit seriously. Own up to your shit. Man up. Grow the fuck up. And do what you have to do to make this team the way it's supposed to be. Anyway, here's why this team is so dis- disappointing. Okay. Real quick, last thing I'm going to say about it: the city of Cleveland put Baker Mayfield on a pedestal. In the same vein that they did LeBron James. Right. They LeBron James was coming out of high school. Coming out of yeah, he came out of high school. High school. Coming right. out of high school, he he was 
He was their guy. He, he was their guy. He was going to bring Cleveland a championship. Right. Eventually, he did. It took him 13 years, but he did it. Right. He had to go to South Beach to learn how to actually play basketball. <laughs> right. And come home. Well, it's in the back. He, to, had, to he didn't have to go to South Beach to learn how to play basketball. He had, he had to go to South Beach to learn how to win, play championship basketball. There's the difference. A lot of people that's, can play basketball. basketball. See, right. Championship basketball is... is Should be basketball. Right. Basketball. No, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. So All right. When when Baker Mayfield was drafted, they put him on that pedestal. They said he was going to be the guy mm-hmm. to bring Cleveland a championship. The Super Bowl, right. Okay. But they won it now. Yeah. This kid has to develop, right? He's making terrible decisions. He has a terrible coach. That's all I got to say. Right. We got Green Bay traveling to the L.A. Chargers. Um, Didn't Kim Winsenhunt just get fired? Yeah. Yeah. So basically, the L.A. Chargers, they don't have a captain running the ship right now. They don't have anything. You know, I mean, they have Phillip Rivers, but Phillip Rivers on his last legs. I don't know how long he's going to be able to stay around. I mean, let's be honest. The, The Chargers should be... Better than what their record says. Yeah, considering they they, they kept up uh, neck and neck with Kansas City all year last year. Exactly, and, and they didn't they didn't really lose any pieces. But they never gained any pieces either. That's true, you know. Um, and plus, now that Kim Wisenhut's gone, you basically have a void at the at the uh, coaching helm. You need to figure out what you want to do there. Yeah. And it, it seems that this this topic is going to be more towards the the woes of the Chargers because. Green Bay's riding high right now, man. They're the they're they're literally the one of the best, if not well, take I can't say the best because San Francisco's the best. They're undefeated, but they're, they're one of the top three teams in the NFC right now. Yeah. Um, I got this game. It's it ain't gonna be a wash. I'll go 34 to 20. Green Bay winning this game against the Chargers. So going into the season, I did not expect Green Bay to be sitting at seven and one. Right. I thought there was gonna be some woes. With the new coach not wanting to really utilize Aaron Rodgers, they wanted to do more of a, a run based attack mm-hmm. and everything. Which they got a good running game too. They let's do. Not, let's not let's they not take that away from them. I mean, this is the best I've seen Aaron Rodgers look. Right, and that's because he has pieces around him to hide the few weaknesses that he has. When he was playing with Jordy Nelson, that was some of his best years. When Jordy when when Jordy Nelson left Green Bay, he didn't really have another player to help him. But then he got Devontae Adams, and now Devontae Adams is making him look amazing. Right. Problem is, he has Devontae Adams hasn't been playing the past couple games. No, because he's been injured. And he's still putting up these numbers and still doing well. Exactly. You know, when you can get so, no-name receivers over like that, dude, you're doing a damn good job at quarterback. Tom Brady's been doing it for years. He's been doing it for years, exactly. Uh, exactly. Got Green Bay winning. I got Green Bay winning, too. Speaking of Tom Brady, we have the 8-0 and New England Patriots traveling to the 5-2 and Baltimore Ravens. This is going to be a fight. This is going to be a fight, dude. Uh, it's going to be a fight. I. If you, if you for, for the people who who are listening and not seeing the visual, Chip has literally got his hands going up and down, his hands on his face. He's trying to. I'm. I'm the, a, the I think. Clear, I think you're trying to change your. The find a reason to change your mind. Easy, what, here's the thing. The clear and easy pick is New England. Right. This is Sunday night football. Mm-hmm. It's in Baltimore. But Tom Brady kicks it into a new gear. Yes. When the bright lights are on. Definitely. Okay. But. But. Lamar Jackson has something to prove. He does. Baltimore has something to prove. He does. If I am not mistaken. If I am not mistaken. Was it not... Baltimore that handed the um, Seahawks a devastating loss. It was a very was, devastating was, was loss. Was that not Baltimore that done that? Yeah, I believe so, yes. Okay. Um, it was... I'm, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I'm flipping back through my notes here. Um, it was in the... Five, I think. Oh, where is Baltimore's right there? 
Nope, that's Baltimore, Pittsburgh. So it would have Baltimore, been Cincinnati. We doing it, ladies and gentlemen, right there. Thirty there to sixteen, is. where they beat Seattle. Yes. Uh, so two weeks ago, Baltimore traveled to Seattle. Right. Everybody had Seattle pegged to win that. Right. Right. Baltimore showed up, showed out, and Molly walked Seattle. Right. Okay. Okay. Before you continue, let me also remind you, Baltimore did Molly walk Seattle, but Cleveland Molly walked Baltimore, beating them 40 to 25. That's true. So you got to take that into account as well. So if Cleveland can put up 40 on Baltimore with a rookie quarterback who is still trying to find his way, and with New England having the type of defensive year they've been having, and New England having still, arguably, the best quarterback to ever play, it does sway in one direction. It does sway in one direction. But if you do decide to jump on, jump off that cliff, no one's gonna, you know, no one's gonna, you know, tell you you're crazy because I mean, weirder things have happened in this game. Any team can win on any given Sunday, as yeah, we say. Fuck it. I'm going to go with my original choice. New England wins this one. I got New England winning this one as well, 27-13. I no. think it's going to be a good one. And then the Monday nighter, Dallas goes one-on-one against the New York Giants. I do in think, New though. Okay. I do think. <laughs> he just jumped out of nowhere. And just like, I'm sorry. His ADD kicked in. Damn, brother. I do think that if anybody is going to hand New England their first loss, it could be Baltimore. It could be this Sunday night. I'm sticking with Pitts or I'm sticking with New England. But Which you I won't just, be surprised if Baltimore. I, pulls I just it off. want to put an asterisk in there that says I do think Baltimore can right. beat New England on Sunday night football in Week Nine of the 2019 NFL season. Alrighty then, okay. we'll go with that one. Okay. So we got Dallas versus the Giants. Um, Danny Dimes versus Dak Prescott. Um. Saquon Barkley versus Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, you know, a good stout defense versus a defense that's not really been playing up to par. Um, I'm gonna go with Dallas that went on this one. It's Monday night. It's gonna be a big deal for the Dallas fans. Uh, it's in New York, but again, I think it's gonna be. Uh, I think the New York area still have suffering from the woes of the New York Knicks. So I'm gonna go 24-13 Dallas winning that. As per usual, fuck, fuck the Dallas Cowboys. Boys. Fuck the Cowboys. Um, but I still think that, that the Cowboys are going to beat the Giants. Yes. I, I don't really have anything other else to say. Right. Fuck the Cowboys. They're going to beat the Giants. Right. And then Atlanta, Cincinnati, the LA Rams, and the New Orleans Saints are on buys this week, which That's means right. they're going to have a lot of good momentum going into week 10. Um, I don't know who they're playing in week 10. We will figure that out next week. Uh, real quick question before we get out of here. After eight weeks, who would you say right now, if you had to pick right now who the MVP of the league is, who would you go with? Who is the MVP of the league? Who is the MVP the as of right now? Of the entire league. Of the entire league. It's a toss-up. Who would you say the toss-up is between? Jimmy G and Tom Brady. Jimmy G and Tom Brady? I... I, I and the reason I say that is Jimmy G is balling out over there in San Francisco. Right. right. But you can't take anything away from what Tom Brady is doing in New England. Yeah, he does similar things every year, mm-hmm. but he's doing it on a whole nother level this year. Right. At 41 years old. Yeah, it's insane. So it really is my, my, and mine, mine might be a little bit skewed and it, I'll say this. Tom Brady's a good pick. Yes. Jimmy G is a good pick. I'm going to throw a name out there and people are going to think I'm crazy for this. Okay. I think Aaron Rodgers has a good chance to win MVP this year. If, I if, can Green, see Bay, that. if Green Bay keeps on going where he's going, Here's Green, the thing. Aaron Rodgers could win it this year. I think Russell Wilson has a good chance to Russell win it this Wilson's year too. Putting on a clinic. Yeah. I can't just go by which team is undefeated. I have no, no, to go no, no. by their statistics and their touchdowns and all that sort of I, stuff, too. So I look at it 
this way. Okay. If Jimmy G was not the quarterback of San Francisco, oh, they wouldn't be as they good as they would not be seven and zero. No, they wouldn't be seven and zero. Now that defense is still legit, so they defense would they would legit. still be yes. in the mix, but um, they, they wouldn't be undefeated. There, no. there are a lot of people that would say Drew Brees, right? But we've seen the Saints without Drew Brees, they're okay because they, they got Teddy Bridgewater. They're fine. They won every game with Teddy Bridgewater at the helm. Do you think it was it was a mistake putting him? Now, granted, he won his game, had three touchdowns this past week, but if you were Sean Payton, would you have kept would you have kept Teddy in, or would you have immediately went back to Breeze and say, you know what, this could be Breeze's last year. Teddy, we'll give you the reins next year. What what would you do okay, if, I, if we're in that situation? In that situation, you have to go with what is proven, and Drew Brees is proven. Okay. Um, Teddy Bridgewater, although he has been playing really well, still not 100% proven. Gotcha. You see what I mean? I see what you're saying. Um, I don't think that they would have put uh, put Breeze back in there if he was not as close to 100% as he possibly could be right. from thumb injury. Yeah. Um, so, I, I say all that to say that I think Sean Payton and the front office did they made the, the right, right decision with putting Drew Brees back in. Okay, so as um, of right now, if okay, we'll go like with the we got Tom Brady, we got Aaron Rodgers, we have Jimmy Garoppolo, Russell Wilson. Any other name you want to throw in here as to who could possibly make an MVP run late in the year? You you know, I, well Pat Mahomes would normally be in there with but him being out like that, and Kansas City hasn't really been doing good with him in the lineup. You know, statistically, as, as Homer as is Homerish as it sounds, I think Deshaun Watson can Desha- make I, a, I would, I would, a run. I would say uh, so. I would, I would even throw. Uh, I would, I would even throw uh, uh, Lamar Jackson in there as well with the way he's been playing in Baltimore. Yeah. And that's just the quarterbacks. I mean, yeah, we're not even talking about we're not talking about running backs uh, with an Ezekiel Elliott, a uh, Saquon Barkley. Who, I mean, he did yeah. miss a couple of games. But still, I mean, you know, it, it's right. so hard. Ask me again in a couple of weeks. Yeah, but I wanted to get one right here at week eight. We'll probably do it again at week 12. Yeah. And then week 16, we'll probably definitely know. But until next time, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the 2019 NFL Pick'ems for week nine. Uh, next week, we got week 10. Tomorrow, Halloween, we are going to be dropping our Halloween edition where we talk all things horror video games that should be a fun episode horror themed video games tomorrow on Halloween Uh, obviously you know today is Wednesday October the 30th devil's not and until next week this is that's a weird segue but okay Because I had nothing. You had nothing. You tried to. I seen you trying to fight through something. And I'm like, what's he fixing? Where's he going? With? Okay. All right. So. Yeah. So until next week, this is Chip Hazard. My name is Talon Williams, and this is Movement Radio. Mm-hmm.